This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. I've taught hundreds of corporate workshops, as well as over a dozen university classes. And I know from experience that many students, including corporate professionals, are often quite uncomfortable introducing themselves to a group. I've even experienced this anxiety myself. My heart pounding, my face beat red, my mind half listening to the others, and half worrying about what I was going to say. Speaking of introductions, I'd like to introduce you to our new sponsor, lynda.com. It's a leading online learning company that helps you learn software, business, and creative skills, and you can achieve both your personal and professional goals. I really like lynda.com. I've used it myself for Photoshop training, and you can try more than 77,000 video tutorials. For public speaking area, they've got PowerPoint tips and tricks, they've got keynote training, they've got secrets to business presentations, effective public speaking, and some great technology courses as well. The one I'm planning to take next is creating an iPad web application. You can try it free for seven days, and you'll find out why subscribers worldwide rely on it to learn anytime, anywhere, and at their own pace with top-quality video tutorials. That's lynda.com forward slash speaker for your free trial. That's lynda.com forward slash speaker. As you know, introductions in the classroom help the teacher to get a first impression of each student and for the other students to learn a little about their teacher and their classmates. Effective instructors understand that introductions are a very important part of creating a positive learning environment. The foundation of a positive climate is a positive interaction between the teacher and the students and among the students. An interactive, engaged, positive environment encourages students to be excited about learning. So what do we need to know about introducing ourselves to the person sitting at the desk next to us? What makes a good one? And how do we go about it? Everyone knows that when we introduce ourselves, we need to speak loudly and clearly, and we share carefully chosen information about ourselves. The problem for most of us is deciding exactly what it is that we should share. If you are the teacher, keep in mind the purpose of your introduction is to help the students feel comfortable and excited to be learning from a credible expert who is also likable. You'll want to share your professional background and credentials, as well as include one or two non-professional interests. And optionally, you might even hint at your values, values that are important to you. And remember, your introduction will set the tone for the rest of the class. For example, whenever I've taught a public speaking class, I start the class by delivering a three to five minute speech, a little mini speech, that tells my story. I explain why I have an undergraduate degree in computer systems and a master's degree in a completely different area of organizational interpersonal communication. I explain my career choices in terms of my personal and professional experiences. In essence, I tell a cohesive story that explains what I did and why I did it. In my case, it serves both as introductions to the class and as demonstration of how to deliver a short presentation about yourself, which happens to be the first assignment for the students. In other classes and workshops, I've delivered and I still do deliver a shorter version of the same story. And often people have commented to me how they appreciate hearing not just what I've done, but why I've done it. And I think by disclosing unique information about myself, 
It helps me to connect with my students, and it often motivates and inspires the students to share with me and the rest of the class in a similar manner. I've found the best classroom introductions are the ones that share experiences in the form of a story. I've noticed a real shift in the quality of the introductions once I started delivering my own classroom introduction as a story. Although the instructor introduction is about establishing credibility, likability, and building rapport, the student introduction should focus mainly on building rapport and being memorable. This means if you're a student. It's important that you share unique information about yourself that will help the other students and the teacher, of course, to remember who you are and also to feel like you've got something in common with them. In an academic classroom, this usually means sharing a few of your interests. Choose one or two that you think others in the class might share, but then also include one that's unique to you. So, for example, I might share something like, "Hi, I'm Lisa, Lisa Marshall, and I'm a computer systems major." When I take a break from studying, it's to go for a swim or a bike ride, or maybe to go rollerblading with my dog. Oh, and by the way, this isn't the time to share information that is too personal. Avoid awkward conversation stoppers like politics, a messy divorce, or your thirty-seven cats. That makes people uneasy. Instead, stick with what draws people together rather than what divides us apart. In a corporate classroom. Participant introductions should focus on the person's role and what he or she would like to gain from the workshop. For example, let's say you're a project manager in a public speaking workshop. You may say something like this: "Hi, I'm Claire, Claire Hendricks, and I'm responsible for TGA development and project management." For me, I'd like to hear more about how to engage the audience, particularly during client kickoff meetings. One way to make introductions a little more comfortable is to have some fun with them. One good idea for facilitators is to break all the participants into smaller groups of two to four people. Have them first interview and then introduce each other. For example, I would like to introduce to you Jeff Rogers. He likes to kayak, rides bike with his young sons, and eat ice cream as often as possible. Now that's a fun and memorable introduction. Another fun game is two truths and a lie. Each person in the class lists three things about themselves. Two things will be true, and the third will be a lie. The group gets to guess which is which. For example, hi, my name is Kim Jacobs. I own an RV, have adopted seven children, and studied for a month in Paris last year. Great thing about this game is that everyone listens very carefully. I'll never forget Kim's name because she's the first person I've ever met with seven adopted children. One word of caution on that game, though. I've noticed that sometimes, a few weeks later. People remember the lie as truth. Finally, if the group is very large, it's still possible to enjoy the benefits of introductions. In this case, you can simply form groups of four or five that introduce themselves to each other, and then that group can work together as the workshop progresses. The bottom line is that introductions in the classroom are very important. In order to be actively engaged in the classroom, we need to know the people sitting next to us. So get comfortable with introducing yourself. Be sure to pick personal facts that are unique and interesting, but not diverse or uncomfortable for others. And if you can, come up with a fun new way to introduce yourself and to introduce other people. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. Thanks again to our new sponsor, Lynda. dot com.
With lynda.com, you can learn software, business, and creative skills to achieve personal and professional goals. You can try lynda.com free for seven days by visiting lynda.com forward slash speaker. That's lynda.com forward slash speaker. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>